It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Today is a day of celebration, Tom Brawley. For the first time on the Waiver Wire podcast this year, we do not have to do a post-mortem <laughs> on a tragic injury on Monday Night Football. We were like, I was just crossing my fingers. I did not want to mention it on the the Market Report podcast with Graham Barfield yesterday. I did not. I did not want to speak it into existence that uh, hopefully Tom and I don't have to do a postmortem because I knew there was two games coming, four yep. teams were playing, and a lot of fantasy-relevant folks were playing in those games. The Eagles and the Buccaneers, the Bengals and the Rams played, and relatively without incident. Guys get their dings and dents, you know. Um, T. Higgins, I think, had cramps. Um, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown were apparently playing with the bubble guts. Uh, <laughs> Been uh, in there. That- in, in that game against the Buccaneers, but we escaped relatively unscathed in time. We had a pretty big quarterback uh, coming in with a calf injury, too. Uh, that was a game-time yes. decision, and it seems like he, Joe Burrow, we're talking about here, uh, got through that game unscathed. There was a couple times where he was a little ginger with it, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't think anything happened to him. So, yeah, we got through it. Uh, that was the one, the biggest one I was worried about. So, uh, just... Yeah, it's just that there was one real big injury here. We'll get into it uh, with the Chargers receivers with Mike Williams yeah. going down for the season. But relatively, you know, this is the final. I think this is the final week before buys. I think they start in week five. Um, yes, they do. So this is the last week of uh, 32 teams playing all at once for a while. Uh, but uh, although those... I do think there's no buys in week eight, random. Yeah, there's a yeah. I know there's a weird week right in the middle of everything. Uh, I think they stretch out all the way to week thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, though. which sucks for fantasy football, man. Like, ugh, I hate those week thirteen buys, but uh, uh it's something we well, just have. Yeah, to do. that's a product of you know how late the season goes. Now we go mm-hmm. eighteen weeks of, uh, so they stretched out the bye weeks a little bit more, but. Uh, this is also the first week of the international play, so no sleeping in on Sunday mornings uh, before you set your lineup oh. or do it before you go to bed. Uh, I don't think there's anything major in that Jacksonville-Atlanta game, uh, but maybe something will pop up on that injury report. But uh, this is the first week of those, and uh, that's they, they're kind of littered throughout the, the schedule here through, I think, uh, week 9 or week 10. So uh, beware of those games starting in the future here. Oh, forget about it, man. Uh, uh, the, I will not be sleeping in on Sunday, Tom. I'm flying to Philadelphia for a wedding on Friday night. I fly oh. out at 6, and I have to get up for an 8 a.m. flight Sunday so I can get back and work on Sunday. I am not looking forward to it. Stop getting married in the fall, uh, people. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, good Tom. luck to you, Joe. I, I that That is always brutal. Uh, we've done that in the past. That's part of our, our job, but, yeah, it's it's not a pleasant part of it. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's get to the waiver wire, Tom, and it is a pretty light one, to be completely honest. Now, there are obviously some big-time players here, but I'm looking at John Hansen's top 15 waiver wire options over at FantasyPoints.com, and obviously, Tom, as I mentioned always, 
Use code GURIFIC25 to sign up. We've already discounted the prices by about a quarter because we're a quarter of the way through the fantasy football season. Um, but you can get an additional 25% off by using code GURIFIC25. That's in the show notes, G-U-R-R-I-F-I-C-25. Um, Tom, John Hansen's top five players on his uh, top 15 options, if you don't want to read the whole article, all of them are rostered in 20% or more of Yahoo leagues. So those of you in, in kind of the deeper leagues, there might not be a whole lot here for you. We'll try to bring up a couple of names. And there is one extremely notable name, Tom, who's available in almost every Yahoo league we will talk about. So let's start with that big injury of the week. Um, Mike Williams of the Chargers. Very clearly what the Chargers plan to do here. They drafted Quentin Johnston for the future. They knew Mike Williams and Keenan Allen had each had extensive injury histories. Keenan Allen certainly is getting up there in terms of mileage. Um, very clearly, he's still playing at the top of his game. If you watch that uh, contest against Minnesota, every time I looked up at the television, he was catching another pass or throwing another pass. The guy was amazing in that game. But Mike Williams goes down for the year with a torn ACL. Quentin Johnston, the rookie receiver out of TCU. This is a guy who might have been dropped in your league but he's still rostered in about a third of Yahoo leagues, Tom, and people were drafting him for the upside. And now if you held on to him, certainly no reason to drop him at this point. Yeah. I I'm one of those people that dropped him in our auction league. I have about 17 guys that are injured currently. So I needed somebody to pick up. And of course uh, I dropped Quinton Johnson right before he picks up value this week. Um, they, they drafted him that, they were looking more to, towards the future when they, whenever they selected him in the first round in the spring. Uh, I believe both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are coming up towards the end of their contracts. I believe as early as uh, the end of this season, they can get out of those contracts. Uh, both getting up there, with, as you said, with injuries. And uh, Keenan Allen's an older player, but still playing very well, as we saw on Sunday. Uh, so Johnston, they were bringing him along slowly. We saw it all training camp. He was running mostly with the second team, playing a lot in the preseason. Chargers are one of those teams that doesn't play a lot of their big players um, in, in the preseason, and Johnson was out there a lot. So that was a sign that he was pretty buried on the depth chart. Uh, you know, looking at our fantasy points data, um, he's only run 27% of the routes so far this season. Uh, Josh Palmer is up at 60%. Both of those numbers are going to, you know, go through the roof here now uh, with no Mike Williams. If I'm looking at this, uh, if I have a team that's pretty set up and I have a lot of fab or I have a, you know, a priority position. I'd be looking at Quentin Johnston, uh, like just, just looking ahead to the future in November mm. and December, whenever he might start to pick up steam, it's probably going to be slow going for him, uh, for the next couple of weeks. Uh, he might flash a little bit, maybe make a downfield, you know, downfield player too. Uh, but he might not become an impact player until, you know, no, you know, the, we get into the double digit weeks of the season, you know, where those that's the most important time. That's where we make our money in fantasy football. So uh, if I have a really good team and uh, you know, maybe I'm a little thin at wide receiver, Quentin Johnston would be the priority pickup. Now, if my team's hurting and um, one and two or zero oh and three, and I have a, a hole at my wide receiver three spot right now, Josh Palmer might be the play. Uh, he's come in at, at different points last season, never really truly lit it up, but, was very solid, racked up a lot of catches in this uh, pass-heavy offense. Keenan Allen is still the number one target, but um, I, I think Palmer can return some good wide receiver, wide receiver three value. And 
you know, he's a, a player that they, they've liked. They drafted him in the third round a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, he's, he could be a big part of their offense moving forward, as, as we said, with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah. They have cloudy futures, and uh, we got Justin Herbert here locked in, uh, just got his big contract. So uh, Palmer's a guy, if you need immediate help, uh, maybe that's the way to look here. Oh, and by the way, uh, why not both? Like, yeah, can, as in, like, why can't absolutely. both be relevant the rest of the year? Like, it, it it doesn't have to be one or the other. Now, obviously, we we anticipate Austin Eckler will be back uh, at some point. Uh, but I think on on his podcast with Matt Harmon last week, he said, "Yeah, I can't even run yet." Um, Austin Eckler not being able Josh to run. Josh Kelly also can't run. <laughs> yeah, he's probably better than Josh <laughs> Kelly. But they're they are a pass heavy team right now. There's no two ways about that. Uh, T bro, so uh, gotta look. Uh, Got to look in in that regard that this could be an extremely pass-heavy team, and maybe both of these guys are wide receiver threes at some yeah, point down they, the line. They threw us off the scent a little bit with that week one performance where you know Kelly and Eckler both ran for a ton of yards, but uh, the last two weeks the, it's been uh, you know slow going for uh, Josh Kelly primarily in the backfield. So uh, this is this is going to be one of the yeah, and we've seen it with Kellen Moore's offenses in uh, Dallas. He he wants to throw the ball anyway, so. Uh, both of these guys could easily return wide receiver, wide receiver three value, and uh, maybe even more than that. We'll see. Uh, Keenan, we'll, we'll we'll see if he can log a, a full seventeen game season this year. Uh, let's move down to uh, some more. Well, all right. First, Tom, let's talk about let's talk about the big one. Um, he's rostered in about forty percent of Yahoo leagues, although he was rostered in more before this weekend i think he went from like 45 to 40 because he didn't do a whole lot in the first two weeks of the season his name is devon a chan yes i saw that so it's a big news yesterday big news yeah yeah there's a they have a, a subsect of their fan base called two anon and they have an a chan on the roster yes, so this, they is do. A, this is a little problematic there but but <laughs> we'll uh we'll talk about the devon a chan 40% of Yahoo leagues. Yes, I know for a lot of folks listening here, he is not available in your league. I understand that. Um, but Devon Achan goes absolutely ham um, in that Miami offense. No, they're not going to score 70 points every week. I get it. But man, I don't like, even if you're like, there's no way they're going to come anywhere close to that. And Raheem Mostert's still the lead back. If you have Achan rostered in your league, I just don't know how you don't play him in week, in week three. Uh, four with with clearly with the upside he's had we know what kind of uh injury history Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jeff Wilson's on IR now he's eligible to come off next week which throws mm-hmm. a further wrench in here but HN has to be rostered in every league Tom you want players on the Miami offense and he is certainly somebody who uh is adding to their let's say their extremely well-respected record of speed here uh Devon yes. HN. yeah he was a, a track star at Texas A&M and, um, you know, showed off that speed in this game. Uh, 51.3 fantasy points, uh, probably on a lot of fantasy benches. Uh, unfortunately, that did not count to probably many scores this weekend. But, uh, well, maybe if you had him in best ball, that's, uh, that, that certainly helped you this week. But um, my, my big question is, do they, uh, they have to fully unleash him moving forward, I think. I, I don't know if he's going to necessarily lead this backfield in touches, Every week, I still think Mostert's going to be that guy for as long as he stays healthy. Uh, maybe that's Jeff Wilson whenever he's healthy as well. But they have to manufacture 8 to 12 touches for him um, You know, moving forward here. And I think he's going to be involved in the passing game. Uh, we saw some of that ability 
this week. Uh, you know, they weren't necessarily some of those catches weren't the most, you know, the, the underhand flip. Uh, I guess Denver couldn't catch on to that play. Uh, they ran it successfully a couple of times, but they're going to manufacture touches for him. He's, he showed off that speed. They were bringing him along real slow. He was a, he's another one of these guys. We kind of talked about it with Quentin Johnston. Uh, was kind of buried on the depth chart, playing a lot in the preseason with like the third, you know, second and third string teams. But now he's kind of been kind of unleashed here. Um, so I, I, I think he's going to have a significant role moving forward. Maybe not the biggest role in this backfield, but uh, certainly a guy that can pop for a huge performance as we saw in week three. So uh, needs to be rostered. And uh, I think you can plug him into your RB2 or flex spot for the time being. And we hope that yeah. this role stay significant here moving forward uh moving down the list uh a guy who uh, tom we, me you and graham played in our uh, ffpc league we had a uh what was the debate was tank dell or marquise or, brown or marquise brown and marquise hollywood actually had a pretty good game in that one too i believe he did he score a touchdown i think he did so i think he did yeah um yeah, absolutely but- it was a great decision by us to play our tank dell we needed him um, and we picked him up and we started him and now he should be rostered in virtually every league, Tom, because he is explosive and CJ Stroud is balling right now and the Texans can't run the ball. So that's th- their defense is going to give up points. Although they played a good game against the Jaguars tank Dell is somebody who has taken very well, uh, to his new role as a rookie here in Houston and he should be rostered in uh, every league. Yeah, he's uh, what a phenomenal performance in in week three. Uh, got up over the top on the Jaguars defense for a long touchdown late in the game. Uh, kind of sealed it in the second half. Uh, finished with five catches for 145 yards. They were making him earn his position. This is another one of these rookies where they didn't want to hand it to him and they were playing Noah Brown over him in week one. And uh, Noah Brown picks up a groin injury uh, sent to the IR before week two. So I, I don't think this is another one where they they got to keep you know they have to stick with them. Uh, Robert Woods is an older player who's you know playing well right now, but uh, have to worry about his you know over the long haul this season uh, that he might slow down a little bit. Nico Collins has been playing pretty well, but he's going to get you know tougher matchups on the perimeter as we saw uh, against the Jaguars this past weekend. So. Uh, Tank Dell is small, 5'8", 165 pounds, but he can move and uh, they'll play him. You know, he's playing primarily out in the perimeter uh, and he's winning out there. Uh, He's tough to defend with his quickness. And um, yeah, I I just see this offense is going to have to have to be pass heavy moving forward. Um, Let's touch on CJ Stroud a little bit, too. He's another guy. He's 20 percent owned. you know, Derek Carr went down there, and we're starting to approach bye weeks here. Uh, I think this guy sh- should be picked up. Uh, this is a rookie that's playing above his uh, above what we thought for him coming into the year. Um, you know, Bryce Young was kind of the no doubt number one pick in the in the spring, but uh, if we redid the draft now, I I think CJ Stroud CJ Stroud might be the top overall pick. Uh, Anthony Richardson has also looked good, but. You know, Stroud's fourth in pass attempts so far to, the, to start the season. Hasn't thrown an interception. Only Justin Herbert and him uh, among the 16 quarterbacks who have thrown 100 passes uh, haven't thrown an interception. And he's playing behind an offensive line that is an absolute disaster right now. Uh, they It was an O-line that we thought 
might have some potential and uh, they, they have multiple guys banged up and some of them are done for the season. So they've had no running game whatsoever in the early going here, but uh, we've seen it. Uh, he's, he's shown a chemistry with, you know, all three of his big receivers and Nico Collins, Robert Woods and Tank Dell. Uh, I, I think he's going to, you know, he, he doesn't run necessarily enough. We saw in the college football playoff against Georgia. Um, that's the only real time that he's really shown his legs. Uh, he's run a little bit to start the year, but uh, not as much as, as you kind of hope for fantasy football, but he does have that in his arsenal a little bit. So maybe that will also pick up as the season moves along here. But uh, I think Stroud's a guy we're, we're getting into the bye season. If you're dealing with injuries or uh, down play, uh, I, I think he should be rostered in, in most leagues at this point. Uh, let's move down the board just a little bit more, Tom. And again, these are some of these guys are rostered in more leagues. Let's talk about Packers wide receivers. Romeo Dobbs is rostered in 41% of leagues. Um, I really like what I've seen from Jordan Love. There's certainly been some down stuff from Jordan Love, missing some throws, but he hasn't had his best players. I mean, Aaron Jones hasn't played in two weeks. Christian Watson theoretically exists. I'm not 100% sure of that. Uh, and Romeo Dobbs just keeps getting targeted by um, Jordan Love. So I'm into Romeo Dobbs if he's available in your league, 41% of leagues. And if you think this uh, this Christian Watson thing is going to linger, Jaden Reed's available in 90% of leagues uh, for the Packers. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll find out here relatively quickly. They play on Thursday night. Uh, Christian Watson was at this. The Monday injury reports for these Thursday games are always, they're speculative. They, they don't actually practice. Uh, but he was listed as a DNP for that. So, uh, not a great start, uh, theoretically for his, you know, week of preparation for, uh, the Thursday night game. So I'd say maybe he's trending towards missing again here. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is, you know, he's getting these end zone targets, a uh, beautiful connection for the game winning score, that back shoulder throw, uh, that we saw Aaron Rodgers do so many times with Jordy Nelson and, uh, you know, all their, all the top receivers for the Packers in, in the past here. And, uh, Romeo Dobbs, uh, you know, has been that end zone target so far, three touchdowns in the early going. And, uh, you know, the Watson's uh, not Watson, uh, Chris, uh, Jordan Love is he's got some weird, you know, his, his completion percentage is only above Zach Wilson. Um, in our fantasy points data, his completion percentage over expectation is only above Zach Wilson. But, uh, you look at his some of the other numbers, you know, he's he's attacking downfield, he has the, the longest a dot uh, among all quarterbacks. and he hasn't been afraid to take downfield shots. And, you know, those are the those are the targets that count the most. And uh, Romeo Dobbs has kind of been that guy in the early going while Christian Watson is out of the lineup. And uh, Jane Reed's kind of been more of the, you know, the chain mover out of the slot. Um, so if they're ever pushed into to throwing a little bit more, uh, Jane Reed could be, certainly be that guy. He's a, a deeper, you know, 14, uh, 14, 16 team league kind of guy. But uh, for this week, again, Romeo Dobbs, if if Christian Watson is un unable to play on Thursday night. Let's go uh, to a couple of guys who might be available in a few more leagues. Marvin Mims. Uh, can, can we get this guy some snaps, please? I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. They're like they're 0-3 and they absolutely stink and we're just not going to play this rookie. We're going to pull more. from Brandon Johnson out there. Come on, man. 26% of the snap, uh, uh, 26% rostered for Marvin Mims. And all he does is make big plays for the, for the Denver Broncos. It's ridiculous. Uh, he's, he's number one in fantasy points per outrun, yards per outrun. Tyreek Hill is second. That's Marvin Mims. Uh, 
pick them up speculative and just keep in mind that this defense is abominable so they're gonna have to throw the ball more are the denver broncos tom yeah uh, 1.25 fantasy points per route run so far this season uh even took it back for a return touchdown uh in week three so you know anytime he's been on the field he's been making plays and we just need to tell Sean Payton, hey, get him on the field. 27 routes so far this season in three games. So uh, nine routes per game. Uh, something has to change. He's So nine routes a game, uh, and he's second in air yards uh, on the Broncos already this season with 212. So when he's been on the field, they've been targeting him and targeting him downfield. So uh, let, let's go already. We got a, a great matchup against the Bears this week. Uh, there's no reason that Marvin Mims shouldn't be on the field more. So, th- yeah, this is one where you know we're. This is more of a speculative. If his, if his routes and every, you know his his share of uh, targets and everything starts to grow here, uh, he could really explode. So uh, this is a guy that I, I don't know if I would feel safe putting in a lineup right now, but he's a player that should be no. stashed, especially if you think you have a pretty competitive team. Um, another receiver I want to mention, uh, who's available in about 90% of Yahoo leagues. Um, and he, he gives it this team speed that is needed is DJ Chark of the Carolina Panthers. Dalton was out there, uh, slinging the ball around the yard. I don't know if we're going to get that from Bryce young. And uh, by the way, Tom and I are not writing the epitaph for Bryce young. We're no, just saying no. that he's in a, he's it's in early. a rough spot. Yeah. And Houston's receiving core has been way better than I anticipated. Uh, so that so CJ Stroud and CJ Stroud is obviously part of that. Um, CJ Stroud is looking better than I thought, but Bryce Young didn't have the full services of DJ Chark, who gives the Carolina Panthers some needed speed. Um, Adam Thielen's actually playing really well, and I wonder how much of that was Andy Dalton just trusting a, a wily veteran. But DJ Chark can take the top off a of defense in a way that no other Carolina receiver can at this point. Yeah, and he you know finally got the uh, long touchdown last week against the Seahawks. Uh, gets another great matchup. This is a uh, we're we're always targeting uh, you know matchups against the Vikings secondary, and um, th- this could be a good spot. Well, we'll see about Bryce Young's status. Uh, if we're plugging and playing DJ Chark, uh, honestly, we probably want Andy Dalton playing this week. Uh, we'll see about his status. But the other one was Jonathan Mingo, also left with a concussion. Yeah, in, a concussion. Uh, in week three, and we have uh, you know we have yet to see a player with a concussion, play the next week so far this season. Obviously, a small sample with three weeks of play so far, but uh, a concussion, if you're in protocol, nobody, no player has made it back to play on Sunday yet. So uh, we would suspect that uh, you know these Jimmy Garoppolo's and uh, Jonathan Mingo, guys that have gone in this week, uh, they're highly unlikely to play. So uh, Chark is, uh, you know, he's, he should see a, uptick in his routes and this is a matchup that we like so he's a he's a plug and play type of guy if you're looking for a little bit of help at wide receiver this week uh tom uh let's go now uh to one more wide receiver um okay this is look right now we've had the kansas city chiefs do the exact same thing as they did last year patrick mahomes is putting up yards and touchdowns and is obviously relevant for fantasy travis kelsey welcome to our new listeners by the way um, uh, from from these from the, the Swifties, the Swifties uh, they're now in the football. Of course, yeah, they're 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 checking out all these podcasts. We, yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to put out like a you know the football one hundred and one uh, episode here this week, maybe for for all the Swifties that are now listening to fantasy football pods. Uh, Travis Kelsey is obviously fantasy relevant. 
they do not have a, a single wide receiver in like the top 40 in fantasy scoring, which is pretty much exactly what happened last year. But from what I've seen, if, and it's an if, one of them is going to break into like the top 30 this year. I think the most likely one is Rasheed Rice. He could have had two touchdowns uh, this past weekend against the Bears. Again, it's the Bears, but he was the second round pick this year. There's a trust level here. He's not running as many routes as Sky Moore, and Sky Moore obviously has had two much better games um, after the debacle in week one. Um, but Rasheed Rice is available in about 75% of Yahoo leagues. And if there was one chief receiver I'm betting on rest of season, it's him. I totally agree. He should be rostered in every competitive league at 12 teams and above. Um, it could be just a matter of time before he starts to see more snaps and more routes. We, we never root for injuries or anything like that, but this receiving core probably needs to be thinned out a little bit for him to really potentially hit his ceiling. Uh, we got like seven guys uh, deep in Kansas City right now, so it's been tough for him to really fully emerge here. But uh, the only he's only run routes 27% of the time through three weeks. But when he's been on the field per our fantasy points data, uh, he's seeing a route, uh, seeing a target on his routes 40% of the time. So when he's on the field, he's seeing targets, and it could be just a matter of time before those routes and, you know, hey, he starts to run more routes. That means he's going to see more targets and uh, maybe he starts to fully break out. So um, it's it's been slow going in terms of his his role in the early going, but he has a lot of potential here. Uh, it, you know, we want to get people that are you know, players that are attached to Patrick Mahomes and uh, Rice. I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's Travis Kelsey's offense, but if there's another receiver yeah. here, that who could be an impact fantasy player at some point later this season. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Rice once his once his role starts to grow later this year. Yeah, so I'm not going to – as a matter of fact, let me do a quick search to figure out how many players are in the waiver wire. Tom, we have over 90 players in the waiver wire article. Yeah. We obviously cannot talk about all of them here. There is one more injury situation I want to mention, and this is for the skankiest of skank leagues. Gus Edwards concussion justice oh, Hill is dealing with a turf toe injury. Um, now the hope is justice Hill isn't very seriously hurt. They, the Ravens think he might be able to come back this year, but you might need like people needed to start Matt Breen a lot this week, you know, and he fell into the end zone despite running for like 12 yards. And for some people in a league that might've gotten them a victory. I literally lost a matchup because Matt Breda got in the end zone against me. You know, like it, it happens. And these are the weeks coming where you need guys who are just getting carries. Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Drake, both of them available in virtually every league, Tom. Um, if there was a let's just let's just presume Edwards and Hill are out this week. I believe they play the Browns, which is a yes. brutal matchup. <laughs> But which of these guys do you prefer if you had to play one? Oh, I guess I would have to go Melvin Gordon. He had the a bit of a healthier role. Uh, I hate, you know, I, this is a situation I I probably prefer to stay away from. Uh, the Browns just just smothered Derrick Henry last week, eleven carries for 20, 20 yards. Uh, we saw what the Pittsburgh Steelers rushing attacked against them on Monday Night Football in Week Two. Nobody has been able to to move the ball on them, but. If I'm truly desperate for a player that might 
fall into the end zone and uh, might get 12 carries or you know 12 touches this week, Melvin Gordon would probably be that guy in the Ravens' backfield. But honestly, I, I'd prefer to try to look elsewhere. You know, try to. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, can man. I throw out one more guy? I, I just have a feeling sure. that, and I also, you know, I'm trying to get in John Hansen's head for the Thursday night special already. Uh, but I think Luke Musgrave is a guy that should be picked up and played this week. They have the Lions on the schedule. They've been the friendliest matchup for fantasy tight ends. Uh, as I said earlier, Christian Watson is, you know, was a DNP on the Monday uh, portion of the uh, the practice re- report for the Packers. So, um, you know, Kyle Pitts had been dead. He had a little bit of production against the Lions last week. Uh, three different tight ends for the Seahawks had like 35 yards. Uh, Noah Fant, Colby Parkinson, and Will Disley. Uh, so this has been a really great matchup in the middle of the field. Musgrave, he had six for 49 last week, and he nearly he nearly had 90 receiving yards and a potential touchdown. He split the seam, uh, you know, between two Saints safeties and loved just yeah, overthrew him for a long touchdown, uh, maybe a long touchdown. He might have been tackled before he got into the end zone, but it was a it was a 50 yard play and. Uh, this guy can absolutely move in the middle of the field. It's been a little bit slow going in the early going, but I think this we, – we've seen Sam Laporta. Uh, he'll be featured in this game as well. Uh, he's the tight end, too, behind TJ Hawkinson and fantasy points. Uh, I still think Musgrave can make a, a push here and maybe be a, a tight end one at some point uh, this season. So maybe it starts this week. Uh, strong showing last week, and it was nearly better. So uh, if, if, there's a, if you'd really need tight end help and – it's been a disaster out there. I still think you should give Luke Musgrave at least another chance this week and more chances in the future. He's 18% owned in Yahoo. Uh, he would be the priority for me at, at the tight end position. He's Tom Brawley. My name is Joe Dolan. The waiver wire, not juicy this week, but there are some guys out there who will help you. I have, look, I, I've been through my waivers, and while A-Chain is rever- A-Chan, A-Chan. Is ro- Come on, Joe. His roster, Tom. We we have him in th- in our three bros team in FFPC, which we, we we started off zero and two, but we really got a big win this week to go to one and two. And we've we got coached them, we coached them up this week. We're they're they're Absolutely. ready to play this week. <laughs> uh, and we got off to we need Christian Watson back. There's no doubt about that. But we got Achan and Eckler just sitting on that bench waiting for us to deploy them. So uh, uh, we we. We we're, we're we have coached him up, but Achan's not available in any of my leagues. I have him in a couple. I don't have him in a couple, but I've been through my wa- waivers. you got to go through. Quentin Johnston's available. Josh Palmer's available in virtually every league I'm in. Um, so you can you can finesse the waiver wire here in these tough weeks. It's been a great uh, podcast here. Make sure you go to the website, fantasypoints.com. Use code GURIFIC25. That is in the show notes, G-U-R-R-I-F-I-C-25. Um, you get an extra 25% off off of what is already a discounted package, and you can read about all the 90-plus players that Tom Brawley and John Hansen have written up in the Waiver Wire article, including kickers and defenses, uh, if you are so inclined. Thanks, everybody. Good luck this week. Put in those waivers and have a wonderful Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.